welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm Chloe, and today I'm joined by our fantastic co-hosts, Katie and Ellie. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll be sharing our thoughts on how Gen Z is using TikTok like Google. Plus, we'll discuss how brands should be optimizing their content strategies along with this new change. Today, we're going to be talking about how millions of users, particularly Gen Z, are starting to use TikTok like a search engine. Now, this is something I have been seeing more and more over the past few weeks, but it's actually not a new pattern of behavior at all. Um, When I was doing my research for today's episode, I stumbled across some information that really surprised me that said TikTok has actually been the world's most popular domain for almost a year now, which is news to me. (laughs) So in late 2021, TikTok overtook Google as the most visited website on the internet. And if that wasn't enough, during the first quarter of 2022, TikTok became the most downloaded app worldwide across every category. So this rivalry with Google isn't just one big coincidence because in June this year, TikTok was spotted testing out a new search engine feature, which is probably where the questions about the platform's viability as a search engine came from in the first place. Um, You've probably seen this feature. I've been loving it personally. Uh, It's when you're watching a video and you open up the comment section, there's a new sort of suggested search based on the topic of the video that you're watching. And you can kind of click through that and it will take you to videos related to, to the one you're watching or to the topic that the video is kind of based on. And so TikTok's popularity among users as a search engine has become so apparent that Google's vice president actually came out and acknowledged this. Um, They said that their studies indicated around 40% of young people use TikTok or Instagram over Google and Google Maps when it comes to searching for places to go to lunch. So pretty big kind of impact it's had on the industry if even Google are acknowledging it. Right. So now that we kind of have all of this background context, I've spent the last two minutes firing facts at you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for us to unpack why people are using TikTok in this new way. Um, Katie, do you want to kick us off? Because we've done a bit of research into this. Yeah. So one of the main things, and I think this is very heavily tied with TikTok and some may argue has been caused by TikTok, but I think we can all agree that attention spans have dipped dramatically yes over time um i mean i know for one my attention span is appalling it was never great but it's even worse (laughs) now so when you're presented with these new facts as well or like this new place to go to or things like that like you say chloe like this new search feature in the comment section that suggests like the info you're gonna want to know next is really good because it means that you don't have to leave the platform to Mm. find out more. I don't know if you remember the good old days of you find somewhere on Google, like that you want to eat and then you have to go for their reviews, but you've got to like open a new tab for that. All of that. So it's like mild inconveniences that Mm -hmm. make the experience teeny more difficult, you know? Whereas now, you know, you get that information delivered to you on like a silver platter and then you can immediately consume more information about it just with that like simple little like click feature. But I also think as well, like any information you are delivered is so condensed as well. So not only is it delivered to you personally, it's also condensed from like anything from like 
15 seconds to like three minutes to 10 minutes. Like that's very good for a short attention span. Speaking from experience. (laughs) Totally. I mean, I find myself getting frustrated if a video takes longer than seven seconds. I'm like, you've lost me. You lost your chance. You had me (laughs) and now I'm gone forever. But what I think is like even more sort of interesting and intuitive about this new TikTok sort of search engine is that what it has over Google is it suggests me things that I wasn't even interested in knowing in the first yes. place. Like I'll stumble across some video about something that's going on in Hollywood. Someone's <laughs> doing a breakdown. They're talking about people I've never heard of. So, you know, I, yeah. I might pop into the comments, see what's going on. And then immediately it's suggesting the background context. It's taking me to videos that explain where, you know, the celebrity beef started and who the people are and what I need to know. And like, I find myself falling down a rabbit hole on a topic that I like wouldn't even Google in the first place. So I think it's almost like suggested Google searches as well, um, which I think is so powerful and (laughs) <laughs> dangerous <laughs> because so I, what you're saying is you ended up on try guy tiktok over the past week. i did <laughs> i did i had no interest in the try guys before this obviously yeah i stumbled across this drama and suddenly not only did i sort of fall down the hole through suggested search but now i am being suggested like the try yeah. guys videos are on my for you page and suddenly i'm part of a fandom i didn't ask to be a part of <laughs> I think what's also beautiful about it as well is that where I have this short attention span or like I'm being suggested stuff that I, you know, maybe I'm interested in, but I, I didn't have any real interest prior to this video popping up on my feed is I'm a really visual learner. So if something kind of captures my attention in the first, you know, two seconds, I'm hooked. Like I'm there to the end and I'll do all the research and everything, which is something that Ellie, you found, right? Yeah, well, obviously, TikTok is a visual platform. It's kind of like the upgraded Instagram. And we always kind of do comparatives between the two anyway. Um, But I am a sucker for any sort of TikTok video. Um, I think my most recent one, um, which I've kind of seen, is I've been looking at new hair like curlers. And obviously, if you're kind of going through Google, you're searching through various articles, you're seeing images and text, but you're not getting like a video tutorial of how it kind of actually turns out, which is, you know, that's what you want as the end product. You want to see that that visualization of how your hair could look. Um, so that's definitely like a key factor for me. Um, and that's kind of what's kind of turned me to TikTok search engines in comparison to Google. Um, and I actually found a really interesting statistic Ooh. as well, which visual learning is 83% more effective than using text alone. So obviously that's just proving the point that TikTok search engines are really taking over in comparison to Google. As obviously kind of articles that you see on Google are very text-based. Mm-hmm. So Totally. I don't want to read the manual. I want to see it in practice. Like, And I find if we mm-hmm. look at the hair example that you were just using, Ellie, like I might just be searching for reviews, but suddenly I have a review and a tutorial all in the same space in the one video, whereas before I would, you know, I'd have to do the search first to find the top recommended ones. Then I would have to read the reviews of each. (laughs) Then if I was interested, I'd have to pop over to YouTube and search for the tutorial on that to make sure it works the way I want it to. Whereas suddenly, like, you could get all three of those topics wrapped up to one really neat one-minute video, which I love. (laughs) 
I like kind of jumping off of that as well. Like it makes it a lot more accessible and inclusive, like this information. I mean, speaking as someone who struggles to follow text instructions, I benefit from, you know, visual instructions. So like all of that on TikTok just makes it more likely for me to even consider a product or like a DIY or something just because like I can see it I can follow it I can check the comments quickly to see if like anyone struggled and like gone through any issues and then like people even reply to it with like extra videos with more information it's just a dream for me Mm. I mean also sorry just jumping off the back of that quickly with where you said about the comments is that I often find myself jumping straight into the Mm -hmm. comments and seeing like it's kind of like an extended review yeah. on the review that's already there. Um, and then often like some are like tagged within. Um, so it's more visual sort of reviews on reviews. So it's it's even like a better platform to kind of mm-hmm. find what you're looking for without realizing you're looking for it. <laughs> Definitely. It's almost as if like the the video is your your Google search and the blog post that you end up on. And then the comment section is, haha, the comment section on that blog post. But then you've got like these hyperlinks, right? Like usually on a blog post, you would hyperlink that would take you to another article, but that's yeah. now um, comment replies, right? Like video replies yeah. and it like forms into a nice playlist and it just keeps you on the platform for longer, which I think is so like detrimental to social media apps. We see it with Instagram all the time. They're trying to cage you in (laughs) on the platform for as long as possible. And so I think Katie, like you said before, like TikTok has really mastered the user journey and like making everything super streamlined, you know, whether you wanted to search for something or not, it's sort of bringing you those topics and extra content on a silver platter, which I think is so, so smart. I don't know whether you guys have come across this on your TikTok pages yet, but you know how your, you know, your algorithm is specifically for you. Mm. And mine's obviously very like mm-hmm. consumer, like, I don't know, fashion girly, I guess. So <laughs> that's quite mine. Um, but recently I've been looking for new jeans and it came up on my TikTok for you page. Oh. This girl was asking, like based upon her body type, they were like, what brand of jeans is good for me Mm. and then literally in the comments you've got people tagging their videos duetting like I thought it was insane and that is kind of the visual learning sort of style that TikTok is um and I just thought it was really fantastic and I actually bought about four pairs of jeans based (laughs) upon that video so it works and I'm better off doing going through TikTok than I am going on Google for that yeah I think as well, like, just going off of that as well, like, it's just such a community-focused, it's such a community-focused platform anyway, that, like, the information you get, generally it's not, like, got any bias or sway, like, monetarily, and as well, like, you can check the comments straight away and identify if it's bad or good. It's not like, you know, YouTube removed the dislike, like, bar, which Mm -hmm. has caused so many issues with reviews there, because... Now we don't really know whether people are agreeing with it or not. Whereas I feel like TikTok, it's just a lot easier to tell, like, at a glance. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you guys have uh, eaten straight into my third point. So thank you for that. (laughs) I'll now just be repeating stale information to the listeners. But 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all know how intuitive the algorithm is and it seems to just look deep within a person's soul. And so I think that's another reason why it's become more popular to search for, like if we use Google's example, to search for restaurants to visit or find information on a specific topic because the search results are also tailored to each individual and then backed by like-minded individuals because the app, like, it almost prioritizes the most liked or the most viewed videos, right? So if you sort of search for restaurants in Brighton, you know, the top videos are the most viewed ones or the most commented on ones, which is almost a little bit of social proof going into it right away. Um, And I feel like it would almost kind of, I don't know, like pick up on my vibe and be like, well, she doesn't want to go to a fine dining restaurant. And so it would almost like push those videos to the bottom where I find that maybe Google doesn't, doesn't do that it doesn't have that intuition yet so I think that's just another reason why um TikTok gave, has given us another reason as to why they are the supreme app um and yeah the proof's in the pudding <laughs> um now that we have some time though I mean we we are a nice balanced bias no unbiased podcast here at Giraffe Social Media so we could argue for TikTok until the cows come home but I thought you know we might put in some arguments as to why TikTok shouldn't be used as a search engine um, and I just had a little read through while I was doing my research um, and found that <clears throat> questions have been raised about the level of misinformation that can easily spread on TikTok and how that can affect its credibility as a search engine platform. We've seen this a lot kind of through presidential campaigns um, and current sort of tensions in Europe. Like there's a lot of information out there and not all of it is correct. Um And so the article I was looking at, they um, ran a study in America and it showed that for Americans, at least, they trust Google significantly more than TikTok, which was found to be the most distrusted tech giant among these participants, which, you know, for Americans could have something to do that the company is owned by China. And there's a whole sort of political argument there, which we won't get into because we don't have time. Um, So, yeah, I wonder if TikTok search is more suitable for finding tips or searching for trends, you know, looking at this more lighter stuff, like more of these softer, lighter topics like recipes and hobbies than it is for like hard hitting information and serious topics, you know, like I'm. But I don't think people are using the app for that anyway. Right. If you're, you know, finding out what's going on in Russia through TikTok, maybe, you know, that's on you. (laughs) So, like, kind of going off of that, and, like, I think, yeah, you know, there's always pitfalls with, like, community-based content, like, information sharing. Like, people are naturally going to have their biases. They're going to tell things a certain way, especially when it comes to news. Um, But something that has been recently popping up on my For You page, the interesting one that you mentioned it, Chloe, was that, um, like, things like BBC Breaking News and other news platforms have their own TikTok channel. I've seen this. So, like, yeah, so... There are, like, trusted mainstream, I know that's, like, people may have different opinions on that, but, you know, (laughs) in essence, you've got these, like, mainstream media also on there giving their, like, more trusted, more genuine information. Mm. So I think, you know, at the moment, you know, TikTok is going to be distrusted for a variety of reasons because that's just the nature of the internet. Everyone lies on the internet, we all know this. Um, but 
Yeah, I think potentially in the next like year or so as TikTok continues to grow and more mainstream platforms come up, like mainstream channels and such come onto there, I think potentially that trust is going to be more and more increased. Definitely. I think if this is something that TikTok has kind of shown the initiative that they want to build upon, then certainly the credibility, you know, and, and the trusted um, corporations, you know, like news sites and whatever are going to put their trust in the platform and invest more more time in that. I want to say quickly, I love that you mentioned um, some of these news sites popping up because this is such a random segue or sidebar. But have you seen that they're paying these really famous TikTok or well-known TikTok influencers to deliver the information. Like I think it's something like The Sun. So this is not a credible news site, but they have um a really popular um TikTok star reading out the headlines and like explaining. I mean that's genius. It's so smart because you wouldn't like you immediately just think it's a video from this person and you're like, oh it's a bit random. This is not their usual content. But then you're like, hold on, I'm being I'm insulted. <laughs> yeah, I'm like suddenly I'm in the know about topics because I thought this was their video, but it's actually the sun. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there um, and see if you guys had seen that because I always have a bit of a chuckle when I see it. <laughs> that's cool. I hadn't come across it, but you know, I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm, definitely, and I think yeah, if there's something to be said about where brands and corporations and businesses can kind of harness all this new fun stuff that TikTok is kind of giving them the opportunity to do that they can't do on other platforms. So that's a, an episode topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, now it's time for our tips and tricks segment where we share what we've learned in the world of social media and how you can apply it to your social strategy. This week, we're going to be breaking down what TikTok's new update means for your content strategy and how to create videos that are favored by the algorithm. So these are going to be all of our top tips based on the new sort of search feature and search engine um, feature on TikTok. Um, I'll get us started because I'm already talking. And this one seems pretty obvious and kind of was the most common tip that came up in my research, I think. And that's for users to focus on SEO more than ever. Um, We now know that people are using search features on TikTok more than ever. So it's crucial for brands and social media managers to start using keywords to their advantage. Um, So things like adding clear title covers to your video so that it's clear what your content is about from the search list. Like if I was searching places to eat in Brighton, you would kind of want your your title card to be places to eat in Brighton. So I know that I want to click on your video. Um, including text on your screen and closed captions, again, will just help um, the algorithm AI pick up that extra information and, and push it forward. Um, and also, of course, using as many keywords in your hashtags and your caption will go a long way too, as we know. Um, who wants to, to throw their hat in the ring next? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like SEO is so important now on TikTok. Um, but something you can do once like you've managed to get onto those people's for you page is, and it's something we've started recently doing on the giraffe social media TikTok. Go follow us. Uh, <laughs> where we've started to create educational content that we can then build on. Um, like Chloe, you put out a really good uh, TikTok the other day about content pillars. Um, and you left like 
just enough information to get the people like interested. <laughs> and throw out a fishing people. line, yeah. waited for the nibbles. <laughs> yeah, and then we got plenty of nibbles. Um, and people were just like, what does this mean? Like, can you tell us more about it? And then the next day I came in with a response video to kind of tell people a bit more about the content pillars. So it's just making sure that, you know, valuable content is important to your followers. We all know this. But if you have content that you can just build on, just have enough of a hook to just grab them at that beginning of their attention span before they leave um, and then build on that. I think, you know, that's a really good way to kind of tackle this latest algorithm change. Yes, absolutely. And it's almost as if like when you're creating this content, you need to, which we do anyway on other platforms, but we use um, like platforms like ask the public um and then you're kind of creating videos with the answer in mind thinking what are people searching for how does my video I gotta make sure it answers that question Mm -hmm. yeah no I totally agree so my tip is an obvious one is to just jump on trending um sounds trends um even using any sort of trending features because if you know if they if you catch it early if you catch the the vi- what's the word vi- virality <laughs> sure. um yeah if you jump on the viral trend or whatever it is early the algorithm will naturally push you to the top of kind of the search feeds or if someone clicks on the sound you know your video could be closer to the top um and it's it's proven that accounts with really small followings can go viral from jumping on these trends so it's a really easy um kind of trick that you can do um, and you never know you could go viral overnight (laughs) totally and I guess one final tip off the back of that which you've just sort of triggered my memory on Ellie is keep in mind that when you're using these these viral sounds um we've seen a lot of people kind of their videos get stuck at that 200 view mark or sometimes occasionally at the thousand mark. And what we've seen with this new integration of the the search feature or the search engine is that your immediate instinct is almost to delete this video, right? Like you've used a trending sound, you followed the right sort of protocols and it gets stuck at 200 views and you're like, oh, that's embarrassing. Let's delete. Try and avoid that as much as possible. Push past your ego. (laughs) And um, because we've seen, yeah, now with the search feature and people are searching for more content as opposed to waiting waiting for it to come to their For You page is that give it a week or two and then suddenly these views start going up again. So it gets stuck at 200 views and then two weeks pass and then suddenly it's it's gone up to 5,000 or whatever. And that's purely because people are kind of searching for content more and more. So um, the algorithm almost has less to push out. It's still kind of trying to catch up with this new um, featurette. And so, yeah, I think keep it on there and then watch the views grow more gradually rather than an overnight thing based on what people are searching for. If that made any sense. I feel like I explained that really poorly, but (laughs) I'm sick. So forgive me. My brain is not working. that's all we've got time for today if you enjoyed this week's episode don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one and if you'd like to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app we wouldn't mind that either we've been draft social media you've been amazing we'll see you next time